On this newly released episode of War No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Maddie share with you three events happening on June 24th of 2021. The Urban Art Project, Side Street Reception, Downtown Block Party, and the Downtown Night Market. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maddie Sala Hazard. And we are no damn experts. And by now, you all know that sometimes we bring in additional people to help shed light on a lot of things that we think we might be smart on, but we're not. I know I'm not smart on this topic <laughs> because I'm just overwhelmed with all the art in our community as it is. So I know. I'm glad she's here. So today in the podcast studio is a new guest, uh, someone we, and you guys will have to tell us if you love it or not. This is the first time for us gathering as friends in this room with this guest. This uh, person has had historic um, time with uh, the Great Falls Public School System teaching uh, kids and running one of the coolest projects I think there is in the, in the state of Montana, maybe even the world. So please, welcome to the podcast, Courtney. Ah, thank you for inviting me in tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate for that welcome. My name is Courtney Herrant, and I'm with the Urban Art Project. And if you're not from Great Falls, you got to come. Um, <laughs> it, it is, I'm a transplant, and I have to tell you, Great Falls is an amazing community. And, of course, I'm an artist and an art teacher and art supporter. And, oh, my gosh, downtown is just alive and live and kicking. Where so, are you from? I actually, well, good question. <laughs> I grew up in Whitefish, but I lived in Arizona for about 20 years. And oh, then wow. when I migrated back to my home state, I ended up in Great Falls because of Great Falls Public Schools. Oh, wow. wow. And what a great little treasure. Yeah, yeah. it really is. And you haven't been uh, the founder of the Urban Art Project. You've been involved with it for how many years now? Well, it actually started in 2005. It was a brainchild of a gal named Jean Price. Some people might recognize that name if they're yeah. from Montana. She was an art teacher. She was an artist. And then she was also a legislator in our state for several years. Um, back in 2005, I'm not actually sure what year the parking garage facility was built, but um, down between 3rd and 4th on 1st South is a parking garage and when the city built it they planned it with these window spaces that face the street thinking downtown businesses could use them for advertising mm. well they're not hvac controlled um <laughs> there's a lot of kind of issues if you're going to be putting retail goods in those spaces and so they weren't really being utilized and so gene approached the city and said you know let's do this pop-up thing let's do a one and you know like surprise people and so they did an installation project in 2005 and it was so well received by the community that she went back to the city and said you know we should make this a thing and uh, <laughs> the urban project was born it is so awesome to hear another one of these great stories of a local resident who's like 
let's make this happen and then just makes Ooh. it happen it's <laughs> there and it's still there yeah it is so um, we have three exhibitions a year we do three months of exhibition a month of rotation and then an, another three months of exhibition so our June artist just went up um, the show went up on the 5th but we'll be actually hosting a street side reception on the 24th of June and Ooh. we hope people will come out oh. 24th of June that's next week Thursday which is also going to be the downtown night market and oh. also the block, block party, party by the end bar what is that a strategic plan on you it, it was not but I am so excited now <laughs> you're that so the whole good night at downtown. This? Yeah. <laughs> Say yes. Start at the Urban Art Project, 5 p.m., and then just migrate yourself around Keep going. downtown. I know a and lot Great of Falls it. has such a great walking downtown. It really does. Yeah, because we've often said to guests uh, and shared in blogs and itinerary options and put on our website and Facebook posts all the fun things to go to the parking garage and look at the art. Of course, we say it a lot more eloquently than that, but that's really <laughs> what it is. But the art there is always so different and unique you know it's not necessarily going to be kind of that western art that you would know great falls for mm -hmm. and it's not even the modern art that you would see like from the mural standpoint but it is cool interesting art so how are the artists selected um where do their inspirations come from all that kind of fun stuff so some are solicited by me people are always welcome to contact me and share kind of their ideation what they're thinking about what they want to do um we do face the street so we try to be cognizant of Making sure that everything is PG-13. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. Um, but the artists really get the liberty of kind of deciding what they want to communicate with the public. And um, as you noted, Rebecca, it's it's really diverse. I mean, even if you look at the exhibitions right now. Um, and we do actually encourage and include a very diverse population. So right now we actually have three installations that are done by teenage groups. Oh. Um, one, two of the windows are... Um, um, through the Paris Gibson Education Center and their Indian Education Offer um, community. So it's um, two really moving windows there. And then um, the Paris Gibson Square Museum of Art has a thing that they call the Curative Art Collective. And it's a free opportunity for any students. So anybody who's between 15 and 18 who loves art should check it out. It's on Tuesday evenings. Um, and the Curative Art Collective actually partnered with the Alliance for Youth, if you're familiar with them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so they did an installation as well. So we actually have three windows this exhibition season or run that have um, student groups that have presented. And then we have everything from professional to novice artists that are um, displaying their work, which is really fun. Quite a few years ago, there used, there was an installation in outside of the window, so kind of in the in the bushes the garden i'm gonna call it the garden that That's surrounds so much more it eloquent thank you rebecca and it was like a a wooden frame that had fish like uh stuffed fish stuffed like a stuffed animal style stuffed fish in art hanging. we call that a soft sculpture there we go so i like that soft sculpture because when i'm like see at the museum i'm like look at the, the plaque says and they're like that's interpretive signage and i was like oh okay soft sculpture perfect so, all of our guests know that because we aren't very smart we make up words every now and again and so now we have proper vocabulary but it had these great soft sculptured fish hanging from it i'm like i just really like that bright colors 
but it was outside of the of the windows and then I took a picture of every one of the windows and shared it with my friends and family nice. said come to the parking garage and look yeah. at this you know we actually and I don't know exactly what year it went up I've now obviously is the new director of the urban art project and also the moderator of the webpage. <laughs> um, so I actually did a couple of things I've added so we have like some historic files on there as well okay but um all of the artists have their artist statements and images of their work. Okay. And it's really kind of fun ta you talking about that because actually Ray Kelly, who has exhibited before when I went down to check the installations after they were in, his is inside and outside as well. Oh. <laughs> Maybe See, not all the way out into the garden. <laughs> the garden. <laughs> but the windows don't look big. So for some of those installations as they go in, I wonder, well... To be blunt, how do you how how would my butt fit inside there to hang some of that Carefully. stuff? <laughs> Carefully, uh, the window spaces. So um, there's a portal from the inside of the garage that the the artists guest artists access their space from, but those spaces are only 19 inches deep. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, before I actually. Uh, Jean um, got sick and had asked me to become the director. I also was an exhibiting artist there. And I remember one summer, good choice, uh, these spaces again <laughs> face the outside, are painted black on the interior. Yeah. Good heat conductors. And get a little warm inside. <laughs> and so I'm in there because, you know, I can't do anything that's easy um so i'm in there with bricks building a brick wall as part of my installation and trying to manage myself between the glass and the back wall whilst because if you know anything about the way you lay brick you usually do a course go back next course well i couldn't necessarily reach all the way across um and that space and trying to navigate that was interesting we <laughs> challenging we love stories that represent challenges <laughs> and aren't aren't your picture perfect oh yeah it's easy yeah 36 inches easily get this the rows of bricks in we're good to go yeah we have these guests that will come in and one particular yesterday i mentioned on the podcast we recorded yesterday but the one guest that grilled Jason for oh, yeah. almost an hour had pretty much a list of questions. Well, not pretty much. He did. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about the art in Great Falls. Oh, I'm supposed to see this piece. What about the murals? What about the rain buffalo? And we have all these visitors that come in and they don't understand why the art is there, like who gets to do it and what, how else more they can enjoy it. So with the website, the Great Falls Urban Art Project .weebly.com, that's going to give them all the information they need, plus more, like when the next one's going to be up? Yes. Yeah. Our schedule is, is posted there. They can see, um, like I said, the artist statements, images that are, are um, along with that, as well as, like I said, access the, that information for previous exhibitions as well. Um, and then our schedule actually stays consistent. So um, this exhibition will come down the 5th of September, September's the changeover, October 5th goes in what we call our autumn exhibit, okay. and then February 5th starts our winter season. So, Is the art for sale? It is not. Um, oh. One of the things that's unique about uh, the Urban Art Project is it's what we call installation art. So it really only exists, if you will, in that space. 
Um, it's oh. not like a gallery where you hang a painting on a wall. I go pay for it. I take it home or a sculpture where I purchase it and take it home. Um, really, the artists are designing their work to communicate with the public, but in that given 19-inch space. space. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, but I will say, some of the installations would be cool set up. I mean, you, you would still have to create, you, you would have to create that limited area so that, like, if you were to walk into an office and saw that installation, you wouldn't be like, why is it just here and not there? But having that full frame, some of them have been really interesting i i think i remember an exhibit about garbage and i think that was last summer yeah Yeah, i think meg and it was definitely not something where you would just normally expect to see something like that but it was really beautiful (laughs) what was it tell me more besides beautiful that's it you'll have to go to the website and look at the historic um installations because there's stories behind the way the the artist developed i I'm not going to do it justice, and you know that. So the <laughs> artists that get selected to be a part of the summer exhibit, fall, or autumn, <laughs> <laughs> spring, winter, they um, do they have other art in town? Some of them do. Um, Brian Morger, you might be familiar with. Oh, yeah. He's got an exhibition, and he's been a working artist in our community f- for a long time. <laughs> do we have any out-of-state artists, or is it... We have occasionally had out-of-state artists. Um, normally, they are from Montana. A lot of time, they're regional because obviously, bringing your work up and installing. Um, last autumn, we actually did because we were supposed to be hosting the teachers' conference here last October. Yeah, but this little pandemic got in the way. Um, but I'd already arranged for the Montana <laughs> art educators to do a takeover, and most of them still participated. So they oh, drove wow. from wherever they lived in Montana and put up their installations in oh, that space cool. for that autumn show. So we get people from other places as well. Uh, this autumn, we will be having the Teacher Education Conference for Real in Green Falls for so 2021. Excited. Are you going to try to do it again? Or was it, you know, we did it, and I'm sorry the pandemic screwed it up. <laughs> oh, it didn't screw it up. The Urban Art Project still happened. <laughs> the conference may not have happened, at least only virtually, not in person. But no, we are so excited. I actually wear multiple hats. I obviously am the director of the Urban Art Project, but I also am the president of the Montana Art Education Association. Oh. So I'm very excited to be hosting everyone back in Great Falls again. Um, and I... that predates my arrival to Great Falls, but I think it's been over 20 years since the teachers' conference has been here. It's been, a, it's been a jaunt. It has. It has. And what a great opportunity. I mean, I think that uh, we were talking earlier. I mean, Great Falls has so much to offer, and um, we've really kind of grown up. And so um, <laughs> I'm hoping that people will enjoy it. And we're centrally located, which makes it nice yeah. for educators, depending on where they are at, because sometimes with that teacher conference is in Bozeman or Missoula. I mean, people on on the east side or on the west side, you know, concurrently can't make it as easily. So they should just have it in Great Falls every year. I would agree with you because (laughs) um, I grew up in the eastern part of the state and it's a heck of a drive to try and get to other communities in the state. And granted, we've loved it, but it takes more of a commitment, takes more resources. And And a whole day's drive. Yeah. In Great (laughs) Falls, you don't have to have that I mean, you can do it in a half day and it's easier on the budgets for the students or the teachers in the in the communities where they don't have huge budgets. And they have more time then to enjoy the art. Yeah. So, yeah. so the Urban Art Project is only the parking garage. It is. 
Do you have your hand in any of the other art, Ooh. environmental art? We call it environmental, environmental art. art in Great Falls. <laughs> um, actually, so because our conference had gone virtual, I had planned the Urban Art Project takeover to be part of the conference. And so I actually worked with Joan Reedon, if you know who she is, with the yep. Business Improvement District. And um kind of did a little what my presentation then kind of converted into not just the urban art project but all the other art that's happening downtown most of that is coming through the business improvement district and Mm -hmm. what they've been doing in that downtown area um and of course like the sidewalks and the electric boxes and all the other things that we have besides the murals which are amazing um so affiliated but not part of of <laughs> the decision making maybe um but uh, and then i also again many hats that i wear i'm also the president of the paris gibson square museum of art sport oh. so um they do wow. a lot of wonderful things too yes. so then you'll know um i'm not gonna bring up lee steen I it's okay i don't want to talk about him <laughs> but there is an ex- there is a dog tag Exhibit. Yes, that was jeans. I was just, I was yeah. going to say that because I thought that was the case. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. So that actually is an installation piece, right? Yep. So that's not something that's going to easily transfer. Could be moved, but it, it's well, not a lot going of work. to. Um, but yes, Jean Price did that piece in dealing with all of the Montanans who've been lost through war. So yeah, it's a really amazing work of art. And that's always permanently on display. Yeah. Um, at, the, at the square? At the square. The square actually has two permanent installations. One is Jean's piece, and then the other is the Steen. Uh. Courtney, just to let you know, I grew up um, with my mother telling me about Stephen King and every other fantasy land of scary uh, since I was pretty much five years old. So I have an unhealthy level. You go into the steam room and you get a little scared? I'm like, this is the start of a movie. Like, this is this, something's going to happen well, here. Again, I sit on the board, so I might be, and you guys probably actually already know since you're on the hip on everything that's happening in Great Falls, but... Um, the Ghost Hunters USA is coming to Great Falls, Montana, and they're going to be spending the night in the square, <laughs> and they're going to kind of hearken. When are they doing this? <laughs> she uh, wants to I be gone. I don't remember the dates. I think it's they're doing it twice, actually. So Why? there'll be one in Do August, it. and I think one in October, but don't hold oh. me to that. But. Oh, well... Godspeed. <laughs> Is your mother still around? She could. She probably love it. I'm a transplant too. I'm originally from Wisconsin, ah. um, but she visits here. You know, every year. Well, there year. you go. You got a great mom and daughter day. Day. Oh uh, no, no. <laughs> you won't ever be able to go into the art exhibits again. I can't You'll escape, like, ah. Lee Steen. I met the Goodwood guys, and they're showing me their shop, and they're like, "And here are little Lee Steen figurines, so you can take home and paint yourself." And I'm like, "Stop." They are so wonderful. I love the um, Lee Steen exhibit. Of course, our <laughs> listeners know that I do. And Maddie is a little, you know, has a healthy uh, appreciation of them coming to life and attacking her. But I but guess that's what art is. It gets you yep. provoking emotions, emotions. feelings, it conversations. Um, some people love it. They're like, look how creative this self-taught artist is. And maybe you can give the quote or something along the lines better on the wall where you first walk into the exhibit on the right and then the upper towards the ceiling, it says something about just trying to get five bucks from a cowboy. <laughs> Do you, th- th- that's what Lee Steen said. Like, oh, I was just hoping to get maybe a few bucks from a cowboy passing by <laughs> with his art. And I'm like, oh, but now you haunt my life. So <laughs> it's worth more than $5. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, 
they don't scare me, but it is a wonderful exhibition. And it was a wonderful thing that the square did to preserve those pieces because after the Steen brothers passed away, they were just sitting on their ranch decaying. So they've been preserved by the museum, which is part of what museums do. Yeah, I just, yeah, I love it. I did take a group of girlfriends there and I filmed their reaction. So... (laughs) Mixed reviews, just like Rebecca and I. So I'm like, this is so cool. Look at the tall one. Look at the one with the chubby cheeks. And then I was like, nope, nope, not my type. Not my type of art. <laughs> well, you might enjoy some of the art that's up on the walls right now in the rotating exhibitions. I There's did actually see some that fabulous one. Stuff. The one with crayons, right? Yes, Michael Sanchana. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous, colorful, vibrant pieces. And, and who do you think? Of color crayons, right? Well, no, I didn't believe it because... <laughs> Did you have to go talk to Michael yourself? <laughs> no, I'm skeptical. So we're there doing a photo shoot because we're taking new photos for our visitor guide and we want to highlight all the museums in Great Falls, Montana, Paris Gibson Square Museum of Art being one of them. So the women, my friends are there taking, you know, looking at the art and they're talking like, oh, this was done with crayons. I'm like, it wasn't. Like, guys, it's what? not... It, no, you mean not oil pastel, with- right? <laughs> And they're like, no, it was. And I'm like, oh. And then we're all up there staring at it. You know, like, don't just don't touch it. Just don't (laughs) touch the art. Nicole is going to get upset with me. She knows we're here, but she knows we aren't touching the art. So step away. Uh, I'm always that person at the museum that drives the docents nuts because my nose is like so close to the canvas. But yeah. (laughs) Yes, I'm that person too. too, But I'm the one that also gets the security guard that just kind of pulls me back. It's like, (laughs) ma'am, ma'am. Do you see the tape on the wall or on the floor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> step, step back. But I was at the Russell and I was looking at the pop-up of the Russell that the artist did in California and then donated it to the uh, the museum. And I'm talking with Christina, so an employee of the Russell, but the security guard is just glaring at me. <laughs> Christina's like, Mike, it's fine, it's fine. He's like, I'm watching. I'm like, oh, he knows me. I was saying his first rodeo with you. I know. <laughs> So do you have a favorite installation that's ever been in the urban art project that you, you know, recent memory, I'm not going to make you go back to 2005, but. Well, actually, well, all of the artists are amazing, but I really do love how Meg Magnuson, the one who did the one about recycling last year in the planet, and she actually has an exhibition this summer as well. She really uh, is able to almost, in art, we call it trompe l'oeil. It translates in French to fool the eye. She does a really great job of really creating a sense of perceptual depth in that space. Yeah. And it's not really there. Um, Because it's not that big. (laughs) (laughs) So she does a fabulous job. I loved, I love all of her exhibition. There's never been one that I haven't loved. Um, would you mind spending or spelling Trumploy? Because that, that's going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> I don't know why you're oh, laughing. You gonna, that's true. So T R O P space E. I think apostrophe okay, L E I L. I believe. But what I Google exists for a reason. I know, but sometimes when I Google things, they're oh, like no true. results. And I'm like, oh. I'm not even close. <laughs> We're going to need a starting point. <laughs> Isn't spell check so wonderful, though, <laughs> if you do have that starting point? Yeah, I did not know that you have a hand in the Paris Gibson Square Museum of Art. Otherwise, I probably would have had a little more questions. But Well, there's a reception tonight. New exhibition just opened today. That is the one with the heavens to the... Yes. Yeah. What, can you was... say the name for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I haven't actually seen the exhibition. Like I said, I've been out of town, and heaven I'm, I'm and actually going to the reception this evening. Heaven and heavens to earth, or earth to something like that. Between, all I know, safe between something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. All I know is the postcard. <laughs> I, I saw the It's very eye catching. Yeah. It is. It's not street appropriate. No, it's not PG thirteen. Mm, no, no, we well, couldn't put that on the street. No, we couldn't. We could have Jennifer Collins' work though. Yeah. She just had a new reception go up too. Her yeah. beautiful her work is very beautiful right now. Um, it'll be interesting because actually of the three exhibitions that are just going up, Michael's work is very non objective, right? I mean there's a few pieces that you can see some identifiable subject matter. Jennifer Combs, same thing predominantly non-objective you don't recognize subject matter but then the new exhibition that's opening today is going to be more figurative work and things that you might recognize you know by looking at it i recognize a naked female body when i see one (laughs) (laughs) that's why you're the content director (laughs) let's just call a spade a spade that's what the postcard was and i was like oh okay Okay. new exhibit paris gibson square museum of art Whenever I get phone calls about what can I buy my wife jewelry-wise while I'm doing this hunting trip here, and I'm like, you need to go to the Paris Square Museum of Art, go to their gift shop, because the, the jewelry there, and get her a coffee mug. My husband thinks they're Steins. I think they're for your drinking coffee. That's how much I like to drink. But I love, love the gift shop there. So if you, yes, amazing. If you guys ever sell Lee Steen figurines in there, though, I will change my opinion. So <laughs> <laughs> It'll become the number one gift shop in the city. If, if we did that, that, that's for sure. Probably. Instead, you just got to come to Arts on Fire in September, and we'll give you a little packet to take home. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Arts, I know. I know what's happening. It's going to be the same weekend as Big River Ruckus. It is. It is. N- not intentionally. <laughs> but, but see how... You know, it's in Great Falls. It's got so much going on. Serendipitous like, that yeah. these things collide think, when they when they are appropriately supposed to collide. Yeah. yeah. I think this will be a special released episode on the 24th. So everyone knows about the reception on June 24th from 5 to 7 p.m. And that's located at 315th. First Avenue South in Great Falls, Montana. That address may seem familiar to you because it's across the street from Keller Guys Intermission. Yes. So if you know where Keller Guys Intermission is, and you're not far. And if you um, are at Hoagland's getting your Western garb, it's uh, across the street from there as well. So they're next door neighbors. Or just picking neighbors. up a couch. Oh, at yeah. Ferentz. Ferentz. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff going on across the street. So really cool things happening at the parking garage and so again if it seems odd or strange that you would go look at this installation art in that area please don't think it is because it's a safe welcoming area absolutely gorgeous with the garden that i'm calling in front of it and it's just a really nice opportunity if you're strolling around the community to take in some unique art and really engage in it. Exactly. So if you missed that website earlier, that's greatfallsurbanart.weebly, spelled W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. And that's where you can get information about the current exhibit that will be up until September 5th of 2021. And also previous exhibits and news about upcoming exhibits exhibits starting October 5th for the autumn And, of course, I have to do a little bit of self-promotion. We always are looking, because we are a nonprofit, for donations. And we're also always looking for new artists. So if anybody's interested in proposing a new exhibition, we'd love to have them. I was just thinking, um, Maddie might give it a shot and try to create uh, 
and installation. figures of your own. <laughs> <laughs> or do you want to know what it would look like? <laughs> They're going to be the ones I buy from Good Wood Guys, and it's going to be a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be them cut in half, and I survived the night. <laughs> because With the, the pe- ticket stubs from your, your Ghost Hunt USA. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think I think we could collaborate and be uh, somewhat artistic. I mean, I did. I have an original Hunter Rivered um, piece of art. It's an oil painting, I think, and it. I just put it up here in the office. It's hanging uh, oh, next I to the podcast. It. The non, the, yeah, yeah, the non-objective, real colorful piece, beautiful. Yeah, and it's. Uh, it had been out in our visitor reception area. It kept falling down, so I didn't want to do that anymore. So I moved it in here. And it's not displayed the way it's supposed to be um, based on where Hunter's signature is. So it should be landscape and I have it displayed vertical. So I really feel like I'm letting my inner artist out by shifting the perception. (laughs) By portrait versus landscape. I think there's more to come. So this is the base (laughs) that we're starting with, what we would submit for the Urban Art Project. And as I stated earlier, we're still looking for artists. Um, Well, Courtney, we want to thank you for coming in to Montana's number one podcast and sharing the unique experience that is the Urban Art Project. We'll be sharing the links about this project in our show notes and if you have donations or would like to be considered for an installation we'll have courtney's contact information there too and all of our podcasts for those of you who might be new to we're no damn experts and i know there's still some of you out there even though we are montana's number one podcast you can find all of our old episodes um, at we're no damn experts.com and if you have ideas of what you want us to cover, as always, send an email to Maddie, information at visitgreatfalls.org. She's happy to get fan mail, um, and she's happy to get fan email. So keep them coming. We love that. Courtney, thank you so much. Thank you, ladies, for, for sharing today. all this thank stuff. Um, I'm excited to go see the Urban Art Project because I haven't done that yet. Oh, I'm excited that it's you know a mix with everything else. That's going to be perfect high traffic. That is going to be awesome. And the nice thing about an art reception is the artists will be there. So you can actually talk to them, read their artist statement anytime online. But you can actually have that conversation with them about their work, which is such a beautiful thing. And as a visual artist, that's the only time we get public feedback is usually at receptions. So it's awesome if you guys can come. and And I think that's what one of the unique things about the art scene in Great Falls alone. Like we're talking about Western Art Week, Special Edition Western Art Week, the Urban Art Receptions. The actual engagement that you get to have with the artists that are creating the work is the only way to experience art. I I agree mostly. I bought a piece <laughs> from Randy Van Beek, who is a Skull Society inaugural member, and he right away is like, "Where are you going to hang it?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Pressure, Randy, I feel the pressure. I don't, I don't know yet. We're renovating our house. Like, send me a picture when you have it up." And I was like, "Okay, I will." But now the frame is chipped, so I can't send him an email. <laughs> So if he wasn't there, I wouldn't have this pressure on me whenever I look at the piece. Like, Randy wants to know where it's hanging. <laughs> but it's perfect where it is, so. <laughs> Just Photoshop the chip. Yeah. It's I, fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> Randy, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's the kind of fun thing that mm-hmm. you get when you can go one-on-one with these artists, find out what inspires them. See, you know, I always think when I visit with them, 
maybe I could become an artist. And then I try something and I'm like, oh no, I've got to practice quite a bit more for this to make <laughs> any sense to a hu- you know, another human. So we'll just call it non, what did you call it? Non-objective. Non-objective, impressionist, um, <laughs> abstract, just paint on canvas. So there we go. There we go. So until we see your bright, smiling, happy, joyful, healthy face in Great Falls, we hope you're creating amazing memories with your family wherever you are. And when we, we can't wait to see you here in Great Falls soon. So until then, travel safe. Bye-bye. We're No Damn Experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. On the next episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Madi have a self-proclaimed doctor that will tell you what trees say. We're No Damn Experts is produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Korda.